I, I always like that in porno when they're jerking a guy off and his dick is so big that almost two hands yeah. on the dick's not enough. And they corkscrew it. <laughs> it's like, honey, are your hands really tiny? <laughs> I hope you have really tiny hands. Yeah. That's what you need to do. You find the gal on earth with the smallest hands, put her with one of these like monster cock guys, and it would look like a porcelain doll, you know, <laughs> touching an anaconda. <laughs> Or you can just get a porcelain doll. <laughs> oh, but <laughs> good idea. Take a picture of that. I, I'm going to buy a porcelain doll and then send dick pics to my wife <laughs> with like a little tiny baby hand. And she'd be like, um, are, is that like a kid's hand? Like, what the fuck is that? No, 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 no. It's a porcelain doll's hand. <laughs> I swear to God, officer. Yeah. I swear to God. That's even weirder. Uh, all right. Hey everyone, welcome to a brand new episode of Savor the Show with Dan and Eddie. This is episode 243 of your favorite comedy podcast where every week Eddie and I sit down, we make each other laugh, we make you laugh. A little bit of a somber mood today. Yeah. Because when you came in the studio, you noticed I had set up my Chris Cornell shrine. <laughs> you know, I took this, I yes. took, I'm taking his death really hard. I can tell, man. That's, that's crazy. Yeah, you have the shirt on and everything. Mm-hmm. I got my Temple of the Dog shirt. <laughs> I've got all my Soundgarden merch everywhere, and this is like my Prince. Yeah. You know, which okay. I'm being a little silly, but I, man, Chris Cornell dying to me, I, I feel more bummed about that than when Prince died. Yeah. I I, I think they're about the same for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I was a Chris Cornell fan, but right. not like... It, it didn't like hurt my heart. Like when Aaliyah died, that kind of hurt my heart a little bit. Well, that that was that was so tragic. Yeah, that was so tragic. The thing about Chris Cornell, and I think for people my age too, like that Soundgarden meant a lot to me as a band mm. because I'll never forget. Do you remember Columbia House? Yeah, of course okay. you do. <laughs> so back in the early '90s, when CDs mattered mm. and the notion of having a CD, I mean, music was such a different product and commodity mm-hmm. back then you would do this thing there was another one called bmg Remember yes. bmg yep so you would there was this whole campaign where it'd be like give us a penny and we'll send you 10 free cds <laughs> and it was beautiful classic mail order where you would get like a fat thick ass thing in the mail mm-hmm. and i remember the one i used to love is it would be stamps and you'd be thumbing <laughs> through this catalog of all these tiny little cd cases mm-hmm. And you would pull out the stamp of, you know, Soundgarden, Nirvana, like, and right when all these bands were coming out, that was the easiest way to buy 10 CDs like that. Yeah. And immediately you had like 10 CDs, (laughs) which was a, I mean, just how funny does that even sound? That's crazy. The notion of like, I own 10 albums. Yeah. And that's all you listen to. Yeah. And you almost, it's like a badge of honor to be like, yeah, I got that new Soundgarden. <laughs> like, nobody gives a shit anymore what kind of music you have. Yeah, totally. Yeah, back then, like, you'd, you'd pull out the fucking jacket, the jewel case jacket. Yeah. And it'd have, like, the book, it the would have, like, notes. the lyrics and stuff. Right. Man, yeah, that was a shit. That mattered. Like, that probably took a lot of thought where the band sat down. And I know they probably still do it now. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, shoot, past the cover of a CD that pops up as a thumbnail on Spotify yeah. or Pandora. When was the last time you read the liner notes <laughs> of music? Like, who cares? Yeah. And that's a bummer because I do remember as a kid... Like you, you're pouring over the liner notes. You're mm-hmm. reading the lyrics. You're who are they thanking? Like even like that horseshit. Yeah, I don't want to read about who the new Soundgarden who they're thanking. <laughs> who cares? But back then, 
BMG or Columbia house, you'd send them in a penny Mm -hmm. and then you would get these 10 CDs. And for me, I think I was in junior high at the time and immediately it just, you know, like you've got music now. Oh yeah. And that Soundgarden CD, uh, super unknown was one of those CDs that I listened to nonstop. Yeah. Just a lot. Like I had a relationship with that CD. Okay. You know what it's like. Yeah. So did you ever masturbate to that CD? Oh, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I used to do this move where I would bring music into the bathroom and I'd be like, oh, mom, I'm going to take a bath. I'm going to take a bath. I'm just, you know, long day. And I Man. would bring my portable CD player into the bathroom and I didn't make like a ritual of it. I wasn't mm-hmm. like, once Spoon Man comes on, <laughs> I'm blowing a huge load. It would probably just be more like, hey, I'll just put the Soundgarden CD on or yeah. the Corn CD or. Okay, that, I think that's a I little weird know. to masturbate to. <laughs> I, I, I didn't think. Like, okay, fine. <laughs> the soundtrack of your young sexual. <laughs> <laughs> it should have been, I'll be sure. Yeah, it should have. Or something a little more tender. <laughs> fine, you're right. You don't see a lot of pornos set to heavy metal. <laughs> That doesn't really set the mood, <laughs> set the mood at all. Well, fine. I, and, the, and you know, the irony is too, I think he actually died jerking off then. The, oh, the circle is it? complete. Okay. You know, I used to listen to Chris Cornell singing when I jerked <laughs> off and there's a rumor. I mean, the ultimate sad thing is that this guy killed himself and that's what they first said. Mm-hmm. And he's got a song called Pretty Noose. They have a hit song <laughs> called Pretty Noose and that guy kills himself and now I'm hearing rumors that it was an autoerotic asphyxiation thing. Really? Like Michael Hutchinson from NXS. Okay. But the family, like, what's more embarrassing? Do you just yeah. go with the suicide thing? Or do you say, you know what, actually, he didn't want to die. He just had this thing that he had to choke himself, and he killed himself. Like, what's yeah. worse? What is worse? I think killing yourself, for reals. Yeah. I think there's a more sad sadness to that. Mm. Like, oh my God, he was in so much pain. Not just like, he was jerking off. Yeah. And it was an accident. And that's kind of a weird thing to be into. But what's more shameful to just be into some weird sex thing mm-hmm. or just being so sad and, you know, needing help. And I mean, the guy was loved by millions of people. He was a rock god. Yeah. He was on tour, right? He was on Weren't tour. He played a, band, a show the night before. Yeah, that's crazy. That almost makes the notion that he did kill himself by wrapping a belt around his neck to jerk off mm-hmm. make more sense because it didn't even seem or he didn't act like it. Mm-hmm. And look, listen to Dr. Duff's podcast, <laughs> Hardcore Self-Help, if you want to know about the signs of suicide and depression. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about yeah. this. I am not, I, can't, I shouldn't even be able to talk about this at all, but he didn't seem like he was sad, mm-hmm. which kind of makes it seem like, and but that's got to be pretty crazy though. Like the guy's 52. Okay. Back in the 90s, he could have had sex with anybody. Yeah. And he probably did. Mm-hmm. And the amount of drugs he did. So as you get older, like, I wonder if you have to sort of like, he's got to up the ante. <laughs> like, man, I've been fucking, I fucked so many girls that the only way I can get off now is if I wrap a, a cord around my neck. You think he wouldn't want, a, a, like, anyone else present for that, though? Like, like, he's gotten to the point where he doesn't even need anyone else. It's just him and his belt and his hand. Well, maybe he's embarrassed. Like, if let's say he gets a prostitute and he could probably say, slap my face mm-hmm. or choke me a little bit. Like, I think you'd probably have to pay extra to get some more dominatrix style gal yeah. who's going to push it. Like, if you get some, like, 19-year-old <laughs> girl and you're like, hey, choke me, she'd be like, Ugh. 
I mean, you have to really pay like a pro. Yeah, to choke you with a safe word. But I feel like he's he probably had the the type of money you would need sure. to know a couple people that you're right. Know <laughs> some chick who couple gals. Yeah, who in Detroit almost killed. He was in Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> Detroit style. He got to, man. Eddie Detroit style is a uh. sex act where a prostitute <laughs> chokes you and blacks you out. It I makes mean, it and makes it look like a suicide. Right, right. Put that in Urban Dictionary next to Sacktown Shotgun. <laughs> so it's just the whole thing is so sad. Yeah, it is. And I think the other thing too is people our age now, especially my age and my I guess I'm in my late thirties now, which is hard to say. Oh, wow. Thirty six. Like he, the guy was fifty two for crying out loud. Yeah. Like it makes you really look at your mortality when you're closer to people that yeah. are dying in age. So Definitely. So yeah, light a candle on your way out of my Chris Cornell shrine. <laughs> I will. And the other thing too is I feel like when Prince died, everybody was really sad. But again, like on social media, I, I way more of my friends seem to be like real bent out of shape. Maybe because he was a family man. Like mm. Prince was so weird and like <laughs> ethereal and didn't even seem like a, a person. Like he lived the most bizarre. And Michael Jackson too. Yeah. But Chris Cornell was just sort of like he just seemed like a pretty cool dude. Mm-hmm. who just got famous had a great voice and maybe that's why because we can identify with him and whatever <laughs> let's move on by the time the show comes out he may be alive <laughs> come back from the dead and this will be that bad be content crazy. <laughs> that would be crazy uh oh man the other day i had to go to open house mm-hmm. and i've made it pretty clear on the show that you know i'm not a big trump fan and you're a are huge you. trump fan the biggest i got my maga hat on right now i run around my neighborhood just yelling out maga <laughs> Come on, step up to me, MAGA. And they're like, excuse me, sir? They're like, right, what? What? What did you call me? Um, <laughs> and no, I, I hate the guy. He's a, he's a garbage man. And I went to my kid's school the other day, and I really hadn't been in since the election. Mm-hmm. And one thing you don't realize if you don't have kids in elementary school is, of course, they learn about George Washington. Mm-hmm. And of course, they learn about Abraham Lincoln and Roosevelt and all these people but in their class, every class, there's pictures of the presidents. Mm-hmm. And there's Obama, and people learn about him. And I'm sure it's, you know, there's a, a great chapter in the history book about Obama, mm-hmm. you know, first black president, all these things that he did. Like, that's a great story that you want to, like, teach kids. Yeah. And now in school, there's his picture, like his goofy ass picture <laughs> that doesn't even seem real. It's like a headshot you know, from The Apprentice. Yeah. Like, that's in every school classroom now in America. And that just... And forever. Like, that's oh, not yeah. going to go away. The guy could get impeached tomorrow. And he still was the president, technically. Mm-hmm. And he'll still be in the history books. And that's just... That might be the hardest part about this whole thing. Yeah. It's just that his goof-ass face <laughs> is going to be in the classroom when your lovely daughters finally get there. Do any of your sons have friends who are, like, open Trump supporters? Mm-hmm. Who, like, come over like, Hey, Mr. Fields... Trump, right? I High know five. I, I feel like you you would almost have to hide it. Like it is like <laughs> a bit of a reverse thing where if you were a gay person in an ultra conservative family, mm-hmm. you have to hide it. Yeah. But if you're in some ultra liberal, you know, San Francisco, Northern California family, and you're the one person that's super conservative, <laughs> then you'd probably hide it. Yeah. A little bit. And it, I think it is unfair to just assume that anyone who's conservative or like Trump is a racist. Mm-hmm. I mean, most of them are, though. Everybody knows that. <laughs> no, but I think that's why people hide it. They don't want to be shamed. Mm-hmm. And But at this point, yeah, it's, it's, I think it's getting tougher and tougher to uh, 
to support the guy, even if you're like real hardcore. Yeah. Even you're just like, dude, buddy, just like get off Twitter. Like, <laughs> like, can you please calm down? It's so crazy, like how simple-minded he is. Yeah. Like he's just he like focuses on one thing and right. is so insecure about it. Yes. Yeah. So insecure. It's crazy. The one thing I will say too, though, is he really is getting it more than any other president, and not because of him, but because of the time we live in. Mm-hmm. Like we're just so connected. I mean, when George Bush was president, there was no Twitter. And Mm. if there had been, just imagine all the more scrutiny he would have gotten. And the 24-hour news network, like, it's not necessarily that Trump... And he's built this thing. He wants the attention. Obama, like, I felt like he was, like, hiding shit. (laughs) Fine, maybe people hated that about him, but I didn't feel like every day it was a new story about him because he was just doing his own thing, and I didn't really care. Like, Trump's asked for this, and then he's complaining about it. It's like, (laughs) buddy, what do you want, man? You yeah, want us to tweet at you? Pick one or hide, do whatever. Um, and so even like a story as small as like, oh, his wife tried to grab his hand and <laughs> she missed and he looked like her. He tried to grab his wife's hand and it looked like she like shoot it away. Mm-hmm. And that's a new story <laughs> that his wife thinks he's a creep. Well, of course she does. Yeah. Have you seen the guy? Yeah. Have you seen him? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Creep. She has 100%. to have sex with that guy. And not yeah. only that, she had to sit there and listen to that clip of Billy Bush where her husband talked about grabbing a <laughs> pussy. She had to hear that clip, see it nonstop. That's her husband. Yeah. Like, that's embarrassing. Well, what if she was one of those ladies that he just grabbed her by the pussy and she was into it? That's what made her fall in love with him? Yeah. She was, she was like, oh, yeah, that's that's how we fell in love. <laughs> that's a great <laughs> little Filipino, though. A little, yeah. It's like my grandma. Yeah, a little too much there. Um, I couldn't even tell you what her voice sounds like. Yeah, I can't either. I, yeah. I feel like I've never even heard the woman speak. Well, either way, listen, I don't know how he got here. Trump's dumb face. All over classrooms. Um, Oh, okay. Yeah. He tried to grab his wife's hand. Mm -hmm. And it's pretty clear anyways that she hates him. She doesn't live with him. Yeah. She lives in New York City. (laughs) Yeah. Like, that's the the biggest elephant in the room ever. Mm -hmm. Like, why can't one person just say to him, Mr. President, why won't your wife move to the White House? (laughs) And she's all, oh, we want to get our kids school. You know, he needs to stay in the same school. Mm-hmm. You know how elitist that makes you seem? People move <laughs> every day and have to uproot their entire family because their dad got a new sales job <laughs> in Denver. This guy became the president. The fucking president, yeah. And he can't be, you know, bothered to have his wife and kid. Sorry he has to leave his school. The kid's like eight. <laughs> he, who cares? Yeah. He can go to any school. He's not 17, and even then he wouldn't care. <laughs> like, it's mind-numbing. I wish one person could explain that to me, why that's okay. <laughs> so anyway, she hates him. She does not want to live with him. Mm-hmm. And like our good friend Dylan, you know, who everybody hates now on the podcast, <laughs> he was on Twitter saying he doesn't think it's a thing. He thinks that their hands just brushed each other. And I gotta, I'll got i be the first guy to tell you, Dylan, it's because a, a woman's never done that to you. I feel like that's a move my wife pulls on me all the time. Slept. She's like, don't fucking touch me. No, like not right now. Or, you know, we're like in an argument and I'm like, come on, babe, come on, babe. Or I'm just trying to like fool with her. Like, I don't know how you haven't grabbed enough hands in public, Dylan, because it was 100% her giving him the brush off. Yeah. Without a doubt. I think, yeah, I think they exchanged words in yes. private and it just got a little heated and she didn't want she right. didn't want to hold his hand right there. They were probably arguing right up until they walked out of the yeah. plane and she was like, don't talk to me, motherfucker. <laughs> and they got out of the plane and he's like, come on, we got... See, that's the, that's the best part of this is she hates him so much that she was willing to cause an international story... <laughs> 
just grab his hand. Yeah. You know, she's not going to move to New York. She can't be bothered to even touch her husband's hand in public yeah. unless she has to. Like, wow. Like, what's going on behind Chloe? When is she going to sing? Like, imagine if she flips on yeah. him and just, like, goes to Fox News and then they have to p- play it <laughs> and just goes off and just says, you know, he he, he jerks off with belts around <laughs> neck like a Chris Cornell. Like, she just says all this stuff. And then, you know what? It'll probably make his ratings go up. You think so? That motherfucker can shake off anything, Eddie. It's, yeah. Anything. All right. I don't know about that. Let's move on. <laughs> this isn't a political podcast, all right? It's a real downer. We're talking about suicide, the president. Yeah, what are we doing, man? Sorry, I'm in a dark place <laughs> tonight. Uh, you know, a listener wrote in named Moises and said, there's this thing that we should talk about, and it's called Do It in May. Okay. And what it is is apparently May, and I don't know if this is like a made-up marketing a headline and uh, holiday. Like, you know, people say, oh, Valentine's Day is made up. Mother's Mm -hmm. Day is made up. I read this headline that the woman who, quote unquote, invented Mother's Day actually hated it and spent the rest of her life. She never even had kids. And she spent the rest of her life, like, rallying against Mother's Day because of, like, the pretense that it made for moms. And Is that true? Yes. Oh, my God. That's 100% true. And I wanted to click the headline to talk about on the show, and I fucking (laughs) forgot. And I I wish I had more (laughs) to that story. Yeah. But she died without ever having kids and hating the holiday that she came up with. That is crazy. Well, either way, there's this um, company called Tanga, and I'm not familiar with it, you know, because it's a brand of vibrators and stuff for men, you know, and like uh, pocket pussies and things like that for men. (laughs) And you're not familiar with it. I I would be the first guy to admit. Okay. You know, I would love a Tanga sponsorship for the show. But I was fascinated. I go to this website and it's just, it's all about like, look, the safest sex you can perform is with yourself. You know, May is Masturbation Awareness Month where, you know, it's it's clean, it's safe, no pregnancy, like mm-hmm. all this stuff. And there were some statistics on the page, which I thought were interesting. Um, 85% of Americans have masturbated. Okay. But that means there's 12% of people who never have. And then when you broke down the statistic though, it's 88% because 95% of men have masturbated. This is what this says. <laughs> okay. 95%. That means there are 5% and they're liars. Like they are stone cold lying. Like how are you going to, you're going to take a yeah. survey. You can't trust surveys anyways. Oh no. You know, unless it's completely blind. And even then people lie on them because they, we all lie to ourselves mm-hmm. every day. So there's 5% of people out there. And then 81% of women say that they've masturbated in their life okay so that's still 20 percent. that's still a fifth of them i feel like a guy who hasn't masturbated like i feel like you just you can accidentally masturbate right like if you're just washing yourself in the shower and things, right. you know lead lead you know down that road yeah sometimes stuff comes out of your winner if you shake a a bottle of soda <laughs> just enough i yeah. mean the soda's gonna pop out <laughs> the, the other things it said were millennials they jerk off 15 times a month which the millennial range is is weird because that's like 20 to 35 yeah technically you're a millennial yeah but so is somebody who can't even buy booze in a bar like that's it's way too long of a swing and 15 times seems low because i feel like if you're in your early 20s it's probably more like 23 like yeah like why wouldn't you jerk off every day you probably just do and then a 35 year old guys like us i mean that's jerking off every other day (laughs) <laughs> like I don't, uh, yeah. I don't, I, if I had to guess how many times I do it a month, I'd probably say 
10 to 12 i'd I'd probably be in that range too Mm -hmm. yeah not including sex no so i'm not saying i bust 10 to 12 nuts (laughs) a month because when i do have sex with my wife i come four to five times (laughs) you know no i so yeah so maybe i bust 15 nuts a month but not all those are by myself (laughs) Okay. All right. So that's, I think that sounds good. Well, so this goes on to say that Gen Xers claim to jerk off 12 times a month and then baby boomers jerk off seven times a month. Oh, that's sad. Well, but think about what is a baby boomer? How old is that? Like in their 60s? Is that baby 70s? boomers? I don't I'm not really sure. Okay. But to me, I almost feel like if you're that old, it's either got to be 15 or zero. <laughs> you know, like what makes it seven where every like five or like four days you're like i'm gonna pull this old dick out and take it for a ride maybe you like you can't get it up you've got to wait (laughs) right (laughs) like your recharge time at that age (laughs) that's true you gotta let it yeah you gotta let it uh marinate a little bit that's true i need to watch some old man porn (laughs) because i feel like i'm like Like the greatest generation porn (laughs) (laughs) narrated by dan rather that would be a great porno. Like, where is that porn? You know how there'll be like a parody of Scrubs. It's a yeah. Scrubs porn or the Cosby show. Where's the Dan Rather parody porn? It's got to be out there. I want to see. I need to find and watch some old ass man dick blow a load. I feel like I've only seen, you know, guys in their 20s and 30s who are ripped blow Dude, loads. Um, lemon Party. Well, Lemon Party doesn't count. <laughs> First of all, that's a still. <laughs> and, oh, my gosh, those those pictures really stick with you. Yeah, they do. Lemon party, goatsy. <laughs> uh, the first one I ever saw that was, the, the like, the filthiest photo on the internet was Tub Girl. Did you ever tub see girl? Tub Girl? I don't think so. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. It's a girl in a bathtub, and she's got she's laying on her, her like, shoulders, and she's got her legs over her head, and she's shooting up a huge okay, stream yes, of, I have like, seen. orange liquid diarrhea. Yeah. And back then, you could really get somebody. You could be like, hey, here's an, an attachment. Yeah. Or, hey, open that file. And, you know, on their Windows screen, like, I've talked about this guy I went to college with, and he wasn't very technically savvy, mm-hmm. and we fucking bullied the shit <laughs> out of that guy where we would go in his laptop his computer and i'd set like his desktop screen mm-hmm. to just tub girl or lemon party <laughs> or we would change his uh homepage <laughs> to lemon party mm-hmm. and you know on a mac especially and especially in chrome i should say more than being on a mac is when a when a website starts like freaking out on you and like opening new windows mm-hmm. like back then in you know like 99 2000 <laughs> you go to one website and it could lock your shit down yeah where all of a sudden all these windows are opening your computer's freezing there's like someone's yelling out like fuck me in the ass like you know like weird things are happening like back then you, you'd be hitting control alt delete <laughs> as fast as you could and you would just have to like hard turn your computer yeah. off so we you know we would change like the system password on his computer so he couldn't even change his and if you think about it like that's kind of illegal probably now yeah like if we, i think it definitely is back then it was the wild west like if you went on if you came in my house and went on my computer changed all my passwords yeah made my backgrounds filthy things i'd say what's up top of the top of the morning to it no but i would call the police um so in college i guess if you do that you don't fuck with someone's computer that's sacred yeah everyone's way savvier now too though yeah, I I never left like a password on my computer. Right, why like, would I, you? I had a laptop in the dorms, and I would always come back, and my my background was changed to something right ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But, so yeah, but you probably knew how to change it back. Yeah, and you didn't definitely. care. 
but like changing like someone's phone like the language on their phone to like chinese mm. and then you can't like navigate the menu and shit like that yeah that would be rude i had a friend who took one of our friend's cell phone and changed one number in each of the phone numbers oh, okay. that he had in his contact oh my god <laughs> yeah that's terrible yeah it was so fucked up he got so pissed i mean that's like it took your friend two hours or yeah something to- and he was like one of those guys though oh. like he would just love to do that type what of shit. a prick yeah that's terrible yeah and sometimes i you know a, a fun trick to do though you can do this at work if you do have a relationship like that where you can't fuck with someone's computer mm-hmm. is you take a screen grab of their desktop and then turn that into the desktop yeah and then what you do is you then you pull all the files into a folder and kind of hide it like all their desktop files so they're clicking and dragging and like trying to move the files but it's a background and they don't know it that's good shit yeah like it really it really gets somebody um, I have talked about this, though, once on the show, where another thing that was popular, I think, probably in, like, the mid-2000s, I guess, like, 10 years ago, or whenever Twitter first came out, mm-hmm. is if you left your computer unlocked, the guys I would work with would go on your computer and tweet from your account. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which now, if someone did that for me, I mean, I'd get fired. <laughs> like, I'll never... I don't even want to say it. I think I might have said it on the show or <laughs> offline, what one of my friends wrote on my other friend's Twitter thing. Mm-hmm. It was a terrible, racist awful thing he didn't use the n-word but he might as well have like what he wrote was just despicable and everyone's like dude what are you tweeting about he's like i don't know what are we talking about i'm not even at my desk and that's what the guy did like <laughs> like could you imagine in a real office the hr department oh my god like, at yeah. your job yeah <laughs> or like in a corporate ass job if you went on someone's computer logged into their facebook <laughs> and then posted a picture of your balls oh my god or some you know racial epithets yeah It'd be no bueno. No. You could probably get arrested. <laughs> you probably could, but back then it was just like, dude, what the fuck, man? And you erased the tweet. Nobody screenshot the tweets. Yeah. You know, nobody did that shit <laughs> back then. It wasn't like evidence in your permanent record. And you're right, but no, that would be a that would be a no no <laughs> if if someone did that to you. Uh what else are we talking about here? We just went down a hole there, buddy. So okay, here's the coolest thing about this tanga company okay so of course there's fleshlights and those things cost i don't know what and you know what i'm the kind of guy where i kind of feel like if i was using something that looked and was modeled after a vagina i would feel more pervy and and lame than just like a device that looked like something an alien made okay or like some space age ergodynamic yeah whatever um so this tanga company that's their jam like they've got all these things that you just like for jerking your dick off <laughs> and they look like cups and shapes. They don't look like, you know, weird blown out zombie labias <laughs> with like a So it's not like piercing. pussy molds. It's, it's not pussy molds at all. Okay. I need no. to check this out then. Pussy molds. <laughs> no. And 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 for people who are I don't know, grossed out by their own cum, they have disposable ones where you jerk off what? with this like egg. And and then you throw it out. But the thing I'm thinking about though is, what is that for? Like the guy on the go? <laughs> like, why would you not just you have a reusable one if you're at your house? You just walk to the bathroom, you flush out the sperms. Like there must be, and they're ten bucks a piece. Really? Yes, they're ten bucks. So what are you gonna do? What like if you're spending that much money jerking off? Like right. save up and get a hooker. Right. Like I don't, <laughs> right. It doesn't make any sense to me. That's ten dollars a, a pop right that's crazy ten dollars and so for you millennials out there that's 150 bucks a month just to jerk <laughs> off you know that's Man. like on dr phil or any of these shows where they come in and they're like i don't have any money 
And Dr. Phil's like, well, let's break down your finances. <laughs> what is this Tanga? $150 a month. What is Tanga, Eddie? And you have to say, uh, well, there are these disposable eggs that I used to jerk off with. And you'd be like, God damn it, Eddie. Because you can get rid of things. You'd be so surprised how much money we mm-hmm. waste on shit. And that's why when people are like, look, buddy, you actually spend $1,000 a month at Starbucks. Yeah. Like, you're like, wow, you're really right. Like, that really adds up. Well, don't get your disposable jerk off <laughs> eggs because it, we need to get some. Do they call them eggs? Yes. Why do they call them eggs? Because it looks like an egg. It looks like an egg that you like put on your dick and just like whoop, 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 that, work it out. But I feel like that gives off the impression that you're fertilizing something, and that's probably something you don't want to do. If no. But maybe maybe the guys like that. And each egg has a different inside. So you could say, "Oh, let me get the uh, the silky J tonight." <laughs> oh, let me get the uh, the Susie the Susie P. Like I don't know what their names are at all. <laughs> But they did have names. They had different designs, and the inside made your dick feel different. Do I you, guess. Do you think we can get some free I'll hit samples? Them up. I'll hit them up. Yeah. So for you know, we just gave them a great ad. <laughs> I mean, guys, I'll cut you that as an MP3. Yeah, definitely. You just put it on your website. Like just when someone goes to your website, like an old restaurant website, <laughs> just boom. The first thing you hear is a save for the show review of your product. Three minute conversation. <laughs> Three minute rambling conversation Masturbation. about jizzing. So yeah, a ten buck and it's like seven fifty to ten bucks. And then they have real ones too that are like eighty dollars and they look like fancy vapes for your dick. Okay. With buttons, they're silver, they're steel, you know. They're like fancy looking. <laughs> yeah. They look nice. Like the thing is product design has come so far, like things can look cool and be inexpensive yeah definitely it doesn't have i mean look at ikea or i don't know um what's that store Mm h&m like the clothes are hella cheap and they just look cool yeah like you don't have to shop at mervyn's (laughs) you you don't have to take a time machine miller's outpost (laughs) and go to miller's outpost in 1996 (laughs) you know you don't have to shop at kohl's Mm -hmm. i don't know like you can go anywhere and find cheap shit that looks cool so Get a jerk-off toy. <laughs> that looks cool. <laughs> that looks cool. Uh, I told you that over the weekend, it was my son's birthday. Mm-hmm. And I love my boy. He turned 11. And he's getting older, man. Yeah. He's getting older. Like, he, I could totally tell he's changing. Like, you know, he, he the other day, he changed, like, from a swimming suit. Mm-hmm. And it's the first time I've ever seen, but he was kind of like, he hid. Like, he was aware of his own nudity around <laughs> me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because up until then... <sighs> All bets are off. Mm-hmm. Just pull that sack out. Like they'd, they'd be walking around <laughs> naked and not even care. And I kind of thought, like, damn, you know, that's he's growing up. And his birthday parties have changed too because you know you could go to Chuck E. Cheese mm-hmm. back in the day, and now he wanted to have this thing at a kickball indoor baseball uh, pavilion. Okay. And they also have kickball there where mm-hmm. you go, you bring your friends, and there's like a gal who has a microphone. And she's like announcing the game. Oh, that's cool. Because the scoring is different in like indoor kickball slash indoor baseball, whatever. So he was very excited. The other thing too is you have a birthday party. I mean, how many kids do you invite? Five, if it's a, if it's small, mm-hmm. maybe ten if it's at a destination. Mm-hmm. Well, this place is like it's the same price if you have eighteen or ten. Like we oh, don't okay. care because everyone's just out there. Yeah. 
And so the look on my son's face when I was like, wow, I get to invite 18 kids. <laughs> like I would have a really, really hard time thinking of 18 people that I would invite <laughs> to my birthday party. Yeah. I would just invite you 18 times, <laughs> probably. But I mean, I could probably muster together 10 and then I'd have to reach deep into like my work people. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing that happens. And this is like what happens at a wedding. You have your first tier your second tier. If you get invited to a wedding like two weeks before it starts, <laughs> buddy, you were low yeah. on the totem pole. Everyone else got their save the dates six months ago. Yeah. And then it was like, oh shit, I guess we well, can invite Eddie because yeah. everyone else said no. But he doesn't get a plus one. No. Fuck that shit. He gets a minus one. <laughs> he actually has to pay for somebody else <laughs> when he's there. So my son also experienced that, that where he was able to invite like his five core friends. Mm-hmm. And then it was, wow, I can invite more people from school, you know? And he could cast a much wider net. And I think it was cool because he was able to have a much more varied group there. Mm-hmm. And then he could cast the net even further. And he went to his baseball team mm-hmm. that he's playing on now. And he was able to invite like two kids. Because mm-hmm. at that point, like it was, a, imagine a piece of taffy. <laughs> and the piece of taffy was pretty thin yeah. once you got to the baseball thing. And there's 12 kids on the team. That would be the entire party. Yeah. He didn't invite every kid in his class either. Mm-hmm. And that's always sensitive because, you know, now thanks to Evite and all these things, you've got everyone's email too at this point. Because back then you'd have to send an envelope to school mm-hmm. with your kid. And then on the sly, they'd have to kind of like, hey, Eddie, here's my party. Like, be cool about it though i couldn't invite everybody and yeah if steve finds out that he didn't get invited hey he's gonna be pissed <laughs> and then you end up inviting steve anyways because it's not worth the drama mm-hmm. of that so either way you don't even have to worry about that anymore because of evite um but still he couldn't invite everybody so we go we have a blast they play kickball and gifts have totally changed too mm-hmm. everything he got was money or a gift card Oh, that's awesome. And I don't know. <laughs> well, it is. <laughs> and it makes everything easier, too, because I'm like, hey, why don't you, uh, dad's got to get his beak wet <laughs> yeah. on that Amazon gift card. Let me hold some. <laughs> I'm like, hey, you know what? That Amazon gift card, 30 bucks. Why don't you go ahead and use your Amazon? Oh, you don't have an Amazon account. <laughs> oh, you're going to use my Amazon account? Well, this just became a $20 gift card <laughs> because there's a $10 convenience fee for using my Amazon yeah. on my computer. Now, I don't do any of that. That would be a terrible, <laughs> terrible dad. But no more Legos. This is the first birthday, I think, ever. Not ever. And probably like a year or two that he didn't get any Legos. Mm-hmm. That's what you get every boy growing up. Legos, <laughs> Legos, Legos. He didn't even want Legos. He's all in this fidget spinner horseshit. Oh, man. Okay. I mean, he's still dabbing, you know, he's, you know, (laughs) these kids still dab, Eddie. But the fidget spinners are a fad, motherfucking fad. Yeah, it's crazy. And it's one of those things, boy, I wish I would have thought. I mean, it's like a slap bracelet, for Christ's sake. (laughs) And I went to San Francisco the other day, and I got him like a $5 one from Chinatown. Mm -hmm. And I brought it home, and you would have thought I brought home an Xbox. You're like, whoa, dad, that's a fidget spinner. It broke. (laughs) like a day later and then there's a fidget cube too yeah have you seen those yeah i have look i know these probably work well i mean i've sat and i i'll take like a remote and you just like press all the buttons Mm -hmm. or you're like you know twisting something around but this fidget cube thing is a bunch of baloney (laughs) like it's it's not satisfying the fidget spinner i get um it's just a toy that kids want to play with i'm sure it does some stress release but so does tapping your foot yeah, or doing or, or a stress ball 
for Christ's <laughs> sake. It's a stress ball for teens and tweens. Yeah. That's what it is. So he got a bunch of those. You know, he got multiple fi- uh, fidget spinners oh, really? from his friends. Yes. And he's like, oh, look at this one. It's like a blue da da da. Like he knows the name of it and the brand of it. What? Yeah. It's a, it's a whole thing. I saw them at the gas station the other day when I was getting gas. Right. Like mm-hmm. just up there by the register. And I was like, really? That's the thing now. That's so crazy. There's hella cheap ones. And then he goes on Amazon and he's pulling up weird ones. And he's like, oh, these are from China. So they'll probably take like a month to get here. <laughs> and look at this one. It's got like blades on it. It looks da da da. Like, he's got this whole thing. What? This whole thing, Eddie. It's does, bizarre. Does he still have that kendama no. Japanese toy? No, but that was white hot. Yeah, that like was six crazy. months. And then the funny thing is, there's always some kid who, you know, the kendama was like 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. You know, this isn't like, this isn't a classist thing. You yeah. Know, anyone can go to the gas station and buy a fidget spinner for $5. Mm-hmm. This isn't like only the rich kids at school have hoverboards. Yeah. or something which was stupid and nobody has those mm-hmm. but you know you i don't know where i was going i just lost my train of that um fidget spinners <laughs> are stupid all right so he knows all about them um and it's, it's it was a weird birthday party and so he couldn't invite everyone and i started to tell you a little bit about this like there are a couple kids that i you don't want them to know the party happened yeah and we're walking out and as we're coming in sure enough there is a kid from his baseball team and his mom and dad mm-hmm. and they looked at us and they're like oh wow and uh, look at you look at you guys and i'm walking out holding a birthday cake <laughs> i'm holding a birthday cake and presents so it could have just thought we were there mm-hmm. no I, I had cake <laughs> but i unless i went to someone else's party and i took the cake home <laughs> yeah. and some gifts and i could it's like look that's just the way it is like you know you can't invite everybody yeah but you don't normally have the other person know about it oh yeah and the look on that poor kid's face like that was the worst part i felt <laughs> so bad for him and so did my son because of course he like the key likes the kid he just yeah you know he just could only invite like two kids from his baseball team so i just felt so bad and, my, and evan was like oh my god <laughs> i mean it could have t- two minutes later if we had left we wouldn't have seen them yeah that's when stuff like that happens to me i just think what the hell <laughs> like is this are we living in a, a simulation right now? Like the fact that that happened is almost like some artificial intelligence person or Truman Show style yeah. voted on it. Like <laughs> this is not real life. So has Evan seen this kid since? Yeah, and it was fine. Yeah. No, like nothing. Right. They seemed okay. Right. But I bet you like his parents are probably like, what the hell? Yeah. He didn't invite you. <laughs> I mean, that's something parents would get upset about. Not the kid. The kid just be like, man, whatever. Yeah. You know, eh, he probably. Do you can. think they're going to invite evan to uh, no. his party <laughs> no they might do it just to be like see motherfucker that's how you right that's how you act like a man then you feel real bad <laughs> but i mean it's political like that like kids invite evan to their party does that mean he has to invite him back mm. i don't think so like you can't oh, then you'd have 30 kids at his party again like yeah. you just can't you got to worry about yourself eddie because you know what <laughs> if you don't worry about yourself no one else will <laughs> all right take care of yourself the more you know uh what's going on what else oh the lambo frog we're getting a lot of great feedback <laughs> on english paul's new cartoon mm-hmm. so if you haven't seen lambo frog definitely go to saveforthshow.com slash cartoons look it up share it with a friend i think it's a fun enough thing to where maybe if in the past you felt like i don't really what am i gonna say hey listen to this podcast i don't really know what episode to tell you to listen to mm-hmm. i hope the next one is funny but this clip is a good way to be like there's this show check out this cartoon 
blow it up and and have fun with it so do that please People at home all right oh and next week i hate to say it i hate to say it yeah Eddie, but you and i both have like wild wacky schedule next <laughs> week so i don't know we're, we're gonna do our best to do a yes. show but there's a very good chance i don't know if you follow us on facebook or twitter i'll post it there like whether or not we'll be able to do one and if we can't i'm sorry yes and if we can then we will and if not check out one of our older shows yeah there and you go. Uh, let us know what your what your favorite show is go deep go like under a hundred yeah there's classics in there yeah gems definitely if anybody wants to sift through all of that yeah sift see what i did there i did threw it in there man i did um and let us know right which ones are gems that would be great his job <laughs> okay that he's the historian <laughs> of the podcast all right what else here should we do some questions sure all right here we go you got questions? Got questions? Got questions? Got questions? We got answers. We got answers. We got answers. All right, we love questions on the show. And slash contact you can be anonymous. You can send us a voicemail if you want advice. If you want to tell us what you had for breakfast, <laughs> whatever. We we love it. Um, here's one. This listener said, "Very entertaining show this week. Your argument against the edible boutiques made sense." But how about you and the kids make one with wooden skewers and those foam frog things? So this person has a good point. Edible boutiques? Yeah, like um, uh, bouquets. I'm sorry. Oh, bouquet. Okay. Eddie. <laughs> and he wrote bouquet. Oh, okay. He or she wrote bouquet. I just said boutique. Gotcha. So yeah, instead of doing an edible arrangement, make one yourself. And you know what? That's a great idea. Yeah, you know, totally. Shoot your fat ass down to Michael's. <laughs> Go down to Michael's, you piece of shit, and get some foam. You know, if you don't really know your way around Michael's, it could be very, very hard to get around there. Yeah. Me, myself, I go to Michael's every weekend. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I've been in there enough to where I know where the rocket engines are. <laughs> because as a red-blooded American male, mm -hmm. when I want to build some rockets with my kids, <laughs> you go to Michael's and get those good engines see if i went there and try to get rocket engines i'd get flagged and you put would. on the list on a no-fly so. list yeah you probably would <laughs> um but they really like if you've never been to michael's even if you don't have any kids or if you, even if you like crafts just go to one yeah you know like get high and walk, <laughs> around, walk michael's. around michael's well it was for jokes aside there's a bunch of weird and cool shit in there yeah and go there get some foam get some sticks make yourself an edible arrangement um, I bet you cute girls work at Michael's. Actually, that'd be a great place to go to meet, to meet <laughs> chicks. You're going to meet a lot of moms who are married and don't want anything to do with you. Yeah. But I bet you there are a lot of like crafty gals who are there. Like, I'm here to pick up some felt for my Etsy store <laughs> where I make um, reenactments of scenes from Mario. Like, you'll probably meet some hot nerd. And of course, that girl will have on like black hormone glasses, <laughs> huge breasts. Like one of those, and like milky white cleavage. You so you've seen her before. I feel like you. I fantasize. This is someone that you've seen before. In Michaels, <laughs> how dope is Michael that he made a store? <laughs> it's just called Michaels. Like there is no other store. That's his first name. Yeah, I think it's his first name, right? Michaels, probably right. Well, I don't know. It could be maybe yeah. his last name's Michael. Yeah. George Michael. Let's go to Michaels. <laughs> He did start the store, actually. <laughs> he did start Michael. <laughs> I do think it's his first name, and how fantastic. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to make a craft store, Michael's. <laughs> and he had to, with a straight face, tell everyone that. They're like, well, that doesn't really describe the store, Michael. <laughs> no, nope. but it's Michael's. It's Michael's. <laughs> OK? 
Okay. What a, you know, actually, I think I'm just going to call the store Michael, <laughs> like a restaurant. And he had to tell people that. And they're like, I wrote about Michael's crafts and more. No, motherfucker. Michael's. Like Cher <laughs> or Madonna. Michael. Go there. Make an edible arrangement. That's the moral of this story here. Uh, what else? Oh, okay. We, we got a lot of emails about this fire festival. Okay. Including this person had a two-part email and said, on next week's show, how about you and Eddie weigh in on the fire music festival where everyone got ripped off and now they're getting sued by multiple people. This is a trial I'd watch on TV. And we've got like like 10 people have emailed us be like, what about fire? Talk mm-hmm. about fire. And it's a story that just won't go away, you know, with Ja Rule yeah. and stuff like that. The truth is, and this is the God's honest truth. Mm-hmm. I've never really talked about it because a good buddy of mine worked there. Yeah. <laughs> like he worked there. Yeah. <laughs> like I know a guy really well that like, you know, he put a lot of effort and time and that was like something that really could have been great. In fact, Eddie, you know this, I was going to potentially work there. Yes. <laughs> and I did a Skype interview with Ja Rule. Yeah. And that Billy dude. It's so crazy. Like man. I don't even know if I should admit this. Now am I going to get like a deposition? So like, like you know like i'm gonna be uh, i'm gonna have to go to trial now yeah. because i just oh, this is a joke <laughs> this is just a jazz is just a bit eddie so i seriously i did a skype interview jaw rule acted like jaw rule yeah there is no like a and b with that guy he acted like his voice he Ooh, baby. Like, was he saying that the whole time no but his <laughs> voice is hella deep and yeah hella scratchy and in that that dude, the Billy guy, who like is like everyone like despises now, mm-hmm. and I was with them, and I you know I just wasn't in a position, Eddie, to make a move, yeah, to join that company. But oh boy, could you imagine <laughs> if I did? And so I'm proud of my buddy. He got out unscathed. Mm-hmm. He's fine, and and that's that. But I never really wanted to talk about it because I wasn't sure what was going to happen. Yeah. And I wasn't one of these guys, though, that did take a lot of pleasure in like, oh, these rich people got ripped off. There's still people, man. <laughs> There's still fucking people. Like, that was, it was an odd story that just, that's what's going on right now, though. Anytime we can find something as a collective whole to glom onto, mm-hmm. man, everyone just dives all over that yeah. shit. So, anyhow, yeah, there's that. Oh, and then he finishes off to say, I listened all the way to the end of the show because there wasn't annoying ear music. So, look, <laughs> listen to the goddamn thing, all right? Yeah. I play two seconds. Literally. Of music. <laughs> two seconds, yeah. I am probably too tight. <laughs> Poor Amanda Hug and Kiss makes these great clips, and I get them right in. <laughs> he knows. Like, I start fading in the music, so it just lands perfectly. Mm-hmm. Show ends, one, two, and then you hear my dumbass voice again. Yeah. Okay? If you're that fast... In two seconds, it's like, oh, fuck, turning this off now. Fine. <laughs> Fine. But stick around to listen to something funny. Uh, let's do a couple more here. Oh, somebody else wrote in topic suggestion. The guy who sued his date for texting during Guardians of the Galaxy. Did you hear about this? Uh, I just saw a headline. I didn't hear about the whole story. I mean, come on. <laughs> you know, he had a date with a girl, and apparently she had an emergency come up, so she was on her phone okay you know i mean it's life man things happen (laughs) i guess her friend needed her help whatever he was so annoyed at her that he made a big scene about it this is their first date you know and if you're on your first date with a guy and you go see a movie she drove okay okay he paid for the tickets because it was a date i mean dude 
are you trying to score here yeah like what what was his reasoning behind suing her because he was he wanted to make an example of her and he wanted his money back is it because he wanted to enjoy the movie and she was making that difficult or because he was hoping to get some head in the movie theater (laughs) no and that wasn't happening the former okay well then come on man (laughs) i mean that's the thing like no one's ever gotten laid from suing someone yeah no pussy got wet during litigation yeah from a man who's suing you for 18 dollars. yeah is is any woman gonna want to go out with this guy if she could be potentially sued no that's ridiculous i hope that guy never gets laid again a day in his life (laughs) because he dragged that poor girl and she got you know torn up on the internet even james gunn the director Mm -hmm. jokingly weighed in on twitter and was like you should send her to jail that's a terrible <laughs> totally jokingly yeah and i think this guy thought he was being funny and it just got out of control mm-hmm. but he didn't back down and then they did some bs uh, meet they met up again and she gave him back the money which he donated to a charity oh my god so he gave that big 18 dollars to <laughs> you know the red cross <laughs> and they threw it in the garbage that's crazy yeah so i mean this yeah that's what Anything people can do, I think, to get on the internet or TV these days, they're just, they try. Yeah. They try. His name's Brandon. <laughs> Fucking Brandon. Yeah, typical Brandon. I mean, it makes sense. Some guy named Brandon. Uh, let's do one more here, and then we'll, we'll call it a night. Uh, okay, this is from a 31-year-old man. Okay. Cut, moist, overhand. Okay, so. Overhand. So okay. we're getting like three levels deep now. <laughs> on our listeners dicks and what they do to them (laughs) but he goes on to say hey guys i've been listening to the show for about nine months plus i go back and listen to the older episodes you had a poll on moist dry and pause real quick we've got so many emails about this like i (laughs) i'm sorry to talk about it every show people keep emailing about it like you know gotta give the people what they want yeah he goes on to say you've had a poll about being moist or dry and cut or uncut but i have a new question are you underhand or overhand? Underhand's the traditional jack-off method, but I got curious a few years ago and started going overhand rather than the traditional underhand. How many others are there out there? Pussy got wet, pussy stay wet. And he called himself overhand throw. (laughs) So first of all, this guy wrote me from his real email. (laughs) And I think that's amazing, like with his real name. And then even went on to say, look, don't say my name on the show, which to me is flattering. That this guy thinks, you know, I'm going to say his first name. <laughs> you know, his first name wasn't like, you know, some odd, weird mm-hmm. name. Um, it's So I'm going to say his name and his boss is going to be listening <laughs> and be like, whoa, 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 Bill. Wait, did he say Bill? <laughs> Bill always is doing this weird overhand. He wait, opens doors overhand. It's weird. Wait a second. And by the way, you both listen to the show. <laughs> he might be pumped. <laughs> You know, if let's say you secretly both listen to Howard Stern and I never told, like I, to Eddie, I'm always like, oh, I hate Howard Stern. Mm-hmm. But then we both actually love him and listen to him. And then one day you're listening and you hear me on there, you'd say, whoa, my God, you're on <laughs> Howard Stern, Danny. Um, yeah. So I'm flattered. Yeah. Flattered that he thinks me saying his name on here is going to potentially get him in trouble. And really like talking about which way you jerk off, that, if that's going to get you fired, I mean, <laughs> it's not. Maybe he's a priest, man. You don't know. <laughs> Maybe he is. Maybe he is. No, he told me what he does. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I mean, you know, it's conservative, but he's not a priest. Okay. <laughs> he's not a priest. So anyways, of course, I'm underhand. Yeah. All the way. Yeah. I don't even think, maybe like once 
and the thousand, ten thousand times I've done it, I maybe have like flip it around one time and I'd be like, Neh. yeah, go back. Totally. Like I don't think finished. I get, yeah, I don't think I could ever finish no. overhand. No, maybe that's what you do. You start it under and then write it when you're like ready to go and while you're going, boom, then over. you switch it over. So it almost feels like it's a different person <laughs> doing it. Two hands. I feel like I might like mess up and rip my dick off with yeah. all this hand switching. <laughs> Right. <laughs> right. And as fast as you jerk off. I know, man. I've seen it. It's crazy. You'd have to go. What if you have one hand over, one hand under? And, you okay. know, because I know your dick is like two <laughs> fists long. Yeah. If you can see what we're doing right now, we're simulating uh, fists yeah. right now. Okay. <laughs> I, I always like that in porno when they're jerking a guy off and his dick is so big that almost two hands yeah. on the dick's not enough. And they corkscrew it. <laughs> like, honey, are your hands really tiny? <laughs> I hope you have really tiny hands. Yeah. That's what you need to do. You find the gal on earth with the smallest hands, put her with one of these like monster cock guys, and it would look like a porcelain doll, <laughs> you know, touching an anaconda. <laughs> or you can just get a porcelain doll. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but <laughs> good idea. Take a picture of that. I, I'm going to buy a porcelain doll and then send dick pics to my wife <laughs> with like a little tiny baby hand. And she'd be like, um, are, is that like a kid's hand? Like, what the fuck is that? No, 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 no. It's a porcelain doll's hand. I swear to God, officer. Yeah. I swear to God. That's even weirder. Uh, all right. Let's do a real treat. Let's. And we'll call it a night. It's that time again. Come on. If it's Bailey's in your coffee on beating your meat. Come on, Dan and Eddie. Tell me what's a real treat. While I was queuing this up, Eddie and I were joking. What's worse to have this show just stop and I say, <laughs> you know, the thrilling conclusion next week or we don't do a show next week. Mm -hmm. You know, this show is going to be, we cut it in half. It'll probably be 40 minutes a piece, 35 minutes a piece. Yeah. That's longer than most podcasts. <laughs> we're not going to do that though. No. It's one show, one, one take, one cut. Eddie. Yes, sir. What are you feeling this week? What's your real treat? It's another uh, audio drama podcast. Oh. Uh, called Bronzeville. Bronzeville. Have you heard of this? No. I, it's is uh, it fiction? Yeah. Okay. Um, it stars Lawrence Fishburne. Really? And Lorenz Tate. What? Um, yeah, and it's awesome. It's based uh, in the 1940s in South, uh, I think, South Chicago. Okay. In a community called bronzeville which is like a self-contained community mm. um run by all black people mm. um and it follows lorenz tate plays like this guy his name is jimmy who comes from like a small town and go moves to chicago to try to make it big mm. falls in line with like these um gangsters mm. and that's basically the story but it's super good like really well done sure um, i think it's only like eight or ten episodes mm -hmm. i don't know if there's gonna be a season two i hope there is because it ended like you know there was something else coming right um but yeah great podcast that sounds great yeah you should check it out i think it, if whether it's that one or another one like that's the one that's the next thing the next big podcast mm -hmm. you know we've had these fiction ones these crime ones you know serial s-town the next one i think could someone needs to break that mold yeah and it needs to be real actors with a real director mm -hmm. like when someone says holy shit uh who's a cool director i just said i just thought of james gunn because i just said his name okay Galaxy. <laughs> james gunn is directing a podcast david fincher yeah and they're the ones who are helping with the story 
people would love that shit. Yeah, I was listening to like one of the interviews with Lorenz Tate, and he was saying how it was actually a TV show that they were shopping around, mm. um, but nobody wanted to produce it because they thought it was it was too gritty of a mm. show. Um, so they were like, "Well, fuck it, we'll just do a podcast," yeah. and then they produced it themselves. But yeah, it's it's awesome. It probably cost twenty grand. Yeah, like to shoot an eight episode TV show. Mm-hmm. Like I can't even imagine how much pretty big lies or little big lies yeah. cost to shoot. So as a podcast, I mean, come on, <laughs> it'd be pretty pretty cheap. But yeah, I think there has to be that one that mm-hmm. like, holy shit, did you listen to? Bronzeville. Yeah. And then all of a sudden more and more fans, more people involved are good for us too. Yes. You know they say, Eddie, all boats rise <laughs> in a high tide. We're just waiting for that high tide, Eddie. <laughs> uh so this week's real treat, I had a real hard time. Mm-hmm. And I did something that I don't normally do. I reached out to the folks. I reached <laughs> okay. out on our social media, you know, at Sift Show on Twitter and also on our Facebook page, and I said, Hey guys, who's got a real treat? for this week and shockingly you know who wrote the first reply on our facebook wall who my wife oh my wife so sweet she wrote on there and said little league really little league (laughs) okay and i wanted to think hmm because (laughs) like an hour ago you were just in 107 degrees (laughs) sweating your t-taws off you know and oh man that would be so let's say my wife's sweating (laughs) She's sweating, and I sneak up behind her, and I, like, slip my hand in her dress somehow and, like, give her, like, a, a an oil check of sweat under there. What are you, Donald Trump? That sounds great. I mean, I, with her permission. Okay? Um, but, no, she was miserable. We were all dying. And, no, but Little League has been fun. Mm-hmm. You know, again, my kids are getting older. If you don't have your kids in, in sports, you're really doing them a disservice. Yeah. And, okay, I take that back some sort of organized thing whether it's music karate a sport an art class like you got to throw your kids in these different situations to watch them grow and nothing like losing you know nothing like winning <laughs> you got to know what that feels like yeah because in your life maybe you'll for the first time you lose if you haven't lost in sports and or done like shitty art that someone said like oh your drawing looks like shit like in your <laughs> real life when something bad happens to you you're, if that's the first time, let's say you're at your job, yeah. you're going to have a panic attack. Oh, yeah. Or something. So you need to learn how to lose. Like, take a listen. <laughs> I'm your big brother now. I'm your cool uncle. <laughs> Play sports. You can't appreciate the wins unless you know what it feels like to lose. You can't. Yeah. You can't. We got a handful of other ones. I'm going to I'm gonna quit, quick hit these. Rapid okay. fire. Uh, Kristen on Twitter said her real treat is the Briars vanilla ice cream okay yeah me too i can get down with that but mm-hmm. for me it's the vanilla bean oh briars where it's fancy. got like the little spreckles mm-hmm. not fancy <laughs> it's cost the same as the vanilla one uh and i maybe think, in your white man world i guess so and they see you they're like oh okay five bucks yeah the the, the funny thing is like it's i i guess briars is considered like a nicer brand mm-hmm. out of like the junky brands yeah but there are other brands that are just stupid how much money they cost like if you've ever been to whole foods there's ice cream that's like ten dollars yeah. for a pint like who the hell's buying that shit <laughs> or haagen i guess maybe haagen is that supposed to be like so delectable and good and real <laughs> 
but I don't know. There's something about that Briars vanilla. She's she's got a point. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, someone on, on Twitter named Gretchen said grilling with charcoal is their real treat. Okay, I don't have the patience for that. Yeah, I don't have a charcoal grill. I know you don't either. No, just not in our DNA right now. Yeah, and like, why not wood chips? Why why charcoal over like wood chips? Is there any? I don't know difference. I don't know. I, I mean, know. I've cooked with charcoal like camping. Yeah, but a lot of times it's like shit i gotta cook hamburgers in 20 minutes it takes like 45 minutes just like <laughs> get out the coals and stoke them well you gotta build, build the pyramid build the pyramid yeah. and then they have to ember yeah. and i mean you know my grill turns on immediately um sorry to mike <laughs> you know just mike just mike he's got a traeger grill okay and so he's smoking everything yeah when he hears that i use gas to cook all my meat he's probably gonna unsubscribe (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think i follow him on instagram oh he's a purist yeah yeah good looking good looking food though oh my god yeah he's always cooking good shit uh let's do another one real quick hot ones someone on facebook named cassidy said their real treat is the show hot ones you ever watched hot ones uh no i don't think i have oh it's great there's this thing i I don't really know who owns it whether it's complex magazine or this like other offshoot of it called first we feast Mm -hmm. and the host is this guy named sean evans and and there's something about him like when you first like Go watch Hot Ones. Google Hot Ones. Oh, is this the the chicken wings? Yeah. yeah oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I've totally. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the guy is very unassuming, but he's a, a, a great interviewer. He seems to have like a way about him that makes people just talk to him. Mm-hmm. And he asked him a question, and they eat a, a, a chicken wing. And he'll say he'll ask him ten questions, one question, one wing. But as the the wings go up, they get hotter and hotter. Yeah, spicier, spicier, yeah. way spicier. Not like oh boy, this is kind of burning. No, this has got a little bit of a kick to it. <laughs> That's what my parents always say. <laughs> my parents have the most bland taste buds. That the second my dad has like smells of pepper. His head starts sweating, <laughs> and before before my dad started shaving his head, he had like one of those fryer tuck bald ass oh, okay. halos on okay. his head, and he would you know like eat a chicken wing, and his bald spot <laughs> would just be sweating like the sun, and so yeah, he's always like, oh, it's got a bit of a kick to it. <laughs> so we're not talking about that. Like the number one, the first round is sriracha, let's say. Mm-hmm. And it always it's cool. It talks about the uh, I think Scoville yeah. is the the measurement. And sriracha has like a hundred, and then by the time it's done, they're up to three hundred thousand. Yeah, like insane liquid death <laughs> in your mouth, and it's a fun show to watch. Oh yeah, uh, how fun would it be to be on that show? That's a certain definite goal. Yeah, I don't think show. I could survive the whole thing. You'd be fine. You love hot spicy yeah, yeah, food and I, chicken wings i just feel like by the end of it because some of those mm-hmm. those hot sauces like could you could die if yeah. you if you ate it right correctly like you could start you know hyperventilating yeah like a lot of people like start crying and snotting themselves right i don't want to do that shit no that doesn't sound fun at all on the internet people would laugh at us <laughs> yeah I, I saw one the other day he had guy fieri oh on, okay and he actually like walked away from it mm-hmm kind of liking guy fieri no a little bit more i'm telling you no it was a great interview i felt like i got to know him a little bit better and the funniest thing he said at the end of the interview he said guy fieri's like i didn't drink any water i didn't drink any milk he didn't even drink water during it what like you gotta respect that a lot of these people are mainlining milk isn't he like a huge homophobe 
G- guy fieri yeah oh i don't know i think he like fired some guy from, oh like well, well, I, from his crew guess i don't like he's a homophobe then. so i'm sorry i can't get down with that all right fine <laughs> rescinded sorry guy and I, I hope I'm not getting that wrong. I'm just totally are. throwing shit out there. Yeah, <laughs> you probably just slandered. That him. sounds about right, though. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Who cares? So, first we feast hot ones. Sean Evans, shout out to that guy. Yeah, here's our dream scenario. We go out there, we record the show. Mm-hmm. Eddie, the show is famous now. All right, we get invited to go on hot ones. He wants us on because of what we'll do for him. <laughs> You know, right now, tables are turned. I don't know about that, man. <laughs> I'm just saying in this fantasy of mine, right now, we go on Hot Ones, and then that helps out our podcast. Yeah. Now, in the future, we're going on his show because his manager is this fucking agent, buddy. <laughs> he will not leave us alone. We got to go on Hot Ones. And you're really freaking out about it. Like, I don't know, man. Like, I, I might. I can't eat this hot food, like I told you. <laughs> and I convince you to go on and you do you have a panic attack you die i don't whatever happens i chug milk and because i'm lactose intolerant i shit myself yeah you can't drink milk. <laughs> you have to drink water yeah all right fine we're there it's great and then we go to the wrap-up show on stern yeah that's our first movie you do the wrap-up show first <laughs> we don't get invited to go you know get interviewed by howard no there's a not step yet. to this and the first step is we go on the wrap-up show sit in there and we do so great that they're like you gotta have these guys in howard <laughs> gotta have these guys in all right not that i've ever thought about this or <laughs> something you know i think about it all the time show's over hey real treat we're done all right like i say usually at the end of the show our friend amanda hug and kiss will make a sifstery of an old episode joke and he will mash it up with a song this one is from episode 197 and he called the clip father's day and the name of the song is called father's day song by april uh, or no, wait, April Father's Day. April Father's Day, sorry. <laughs> the name of the song is April Father's Day by Toussaint Morrison. Okay. All right, so dig in, enjoy that. Otherwise, this has been episode 243 of Save for the Show with Dan and Eddie. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. See you. What about men's equality? Yeah, Eddie. I don't think women understand how painful it is to push millions of sperm out of your penis it's into true. a vagina it's not easy it hurts um we do it for the glory but being a dad first of all we have to dads dads and grads you know we don't even get our own shit like when it's mother's day everything is about like worshiping your mother mm-hmm. making her understand tupac wrote a song about moms whenever someone writes a song about dads it's usually because they're like an alcoholic <laughs> yeah. or they abandoned them yeah name me one song about a dad that's like, I love my dad, pumped on my dad, my dad's so great. Or like a rap song about dads Yeah, that doesn't exist. Yeah, I can't, I can't think of one. But being a dad is tough. And then you go get your dad a card, Father's Day card. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, burping, farting, yeah. fishing. You know, oh, my dad tries so hard, he burned the breakfast. <laughs> but you still love him and you give him a big bear hug. Anyways, you and I, my friend... Father's Day Eve, you gotta suck it dry. (laughs) And Father's Day is funny because I feel like on my birthday, I don't want to be around my family. (laughs) Like, I hate to say that, but I'm around my family all the time. Mm. But on your birthday, that's supposed to be the thing. Like, you don't just do a normal Saturday thing. Mm -hmm. You do something special. Yeah. And typically when you're an adult and you have children, 
Something special is not with your kids. <laughs> like, I hate to say that. Yeah. You know, you go to Disneyland and stuff, that's fine. So, but on Father's Day, you have to do stuff with your family. Mm. That's the point. It's Father's Day. <laughs> Man, you know what I said to my kids the other day? And I hate to be like this. I've, you know when you say, your, your kids say, why can't I do that? And you say, because I said so. <laughs> and then you say, fuck, I did it. Yeah. I finally said, because I said so. My kid said, when's Kids Day? <laughs> and what did I say, Eddie? Every day. Every day is Kids Day. I said to them, you let me know when there's White History Month, and then we'll have a Kids Day, son. So Evan, my 10-year-old, he gave me a card. Okay. He made me a Father's Day card, which is great because that's the other thing that sucks, is during Mother's Day, kids are in school. So they yeah. spend goddamn a semester Working on some beautiful vols yeah. or a, a mug. Learning a song. A song. <laughs> they get all sorts of shit. But now, because they're home, the mom's in charge of the Father's Day gift. Mm -hmm. And then at some point, I feel like every spouse says, hey, you know what? It's not your birthday. It's Mother's Day. And you're not my fucking mom, <laughs> wife. So at some point, you're like, I'm not going to go to crazy lengths for you today because it's supposed to be the kid's day. Hey man, she doesn't want to give you another fucking day. Like she doesn't want to put that on her shoulders. So I end up getting a, a homemade card, which is beautiful. Mm -hmm. And it says like my son. I, I posted this on Snapchat. It was like, you know, my dad likes this. My dad does this. And it said my favorite thing to do was play video games and okay. play with me. But then underneath it, in parentheses, it said plus drinking beer. <laughs> <laughs> so my favorite thing to do is drink beer. <laughs> But at least he put it as a footnote, yeah. <laughs> yeah. which is almost funnier. Like, is it a cry for help <laughs> that he did it subliminally to the teacher or my wife or, you know, like, hey, dad drinks a lot of beer <laughs> and he yells at me <laughs> now. And he, we went out to breakfast and he got a bottle of champagne, <laughs> but it, it made me laugh. And I, I thought, like, am I supposed to be embarrassed about this? Are you embarrassed? Do you know? No. Do you know the teacher like pretty well or? Uh, yeah, but I mean, or just embarrassed, like, should I, is this like a wake up call yeah. for me? And then I'm supposed to be like, whoa, shit. <laughs> like my kids, like, they think that I like to drink. Like, like I, other people didn't put like, my dad's favorite thing to do is drink soda. <laughs> it's not like a pastime. Drink juice. Yeah. My dad loves to drink juice. No, it said my dad loves to drink beer. <laughs> <laughs> so is it weirder if you would start hiding it? Like if you put it in like... A yeah. water bottle or something? That would be weird. Is that does that is that like next level alcohol or I think you're right. Well, because I don't really remember my parents drinking more than like a beer. And but they tell me they would get fucked up just because like anybody would. They just I guess did a better job of hiding it. I don't I think I've been drunk in front of my kids once. Like yeah. drunk. Yeah. But I think what the reason why my son did it is because like anything, like if I have a beer, I'm like, ah oh, man, this is great. Like I don't really do that about juice. I don't know. <laughs> I don't run around the house like, I love beer. <laughs> I don't have like beer bottles in my office or like pictures of beer on my wall. I should ask him why, but I don't really talk to my son. <laughs> I don't really talk to him anymore. So Yeah, I don't. He sent, he sent you this from boarding school, right? He did. I shunned him now. He's no son of mine, <laughs> that fucker. Uh, but no, it was nice. Yeah. So thank you. Shout out to our wives. Shout out, more importantly, to all the dads who listen to the show. You guys are great.
standing aside, the line was never how divine's design. We're born on it without a wall of lie to hide behind. But tell me who's behind the lie when we were coming? How many fellas waking up with ladies they wouldn't want as the children's mother? How many of y'all seeking at sundown when it's feeling? We'll wake up in a situation you couldn't explain with 60 minutes. It's apparent you're shown the win but can't afford to reap the berry. And just the thought of it is overbearing to carry. Very scary, but it's hard to hold the morals living by the Milwaukee code. Hanging out the passenger window, screaming, Go home and go beast mode. I'm in a free flow, but the game still played with Debbie. And you just cashed out. It's the end of that sentence. The further from the truth, the easier the news goes viral. And you went and started acting knocked up. Catherine Heigl, unbeknownst to foreign ground, to handle these cats like Bible. We called you bluff. Talk to you never. Good night. Boom. Not that if you if you like fucked a dude in college, <laughs> or like jerked a guy off in college, I wouldn't expect you to tell us 